Shazam! Welcome friends to episode 85 of Wonder Soul, the review for Shazam. Listen in to find out what bearded Buddha thought of the latest DC movie to hit the big screen. Stay tuned at the end of the episode for ways to connect and support Wonder Soul. Enjoy the show and Shazam. You've run from foster homes in six counties. I can take care of myself. When you're 18, give these people a chance. Because that's what they're giving you. This is Billy Batson. Make sure you make him feel at home. They seem nice, but don't buy it. It gets real Game of Thrones around here. Dude. Just messing around. You look at me and you're like, why so dark? You're a disabled foster kid. You've got it all. If you could have one superpower, what would you pick? Everybody chooses flight. You know why? So they can fly away from this conversation. No, because heroes fly. What, you need your fake family to stand up for you? Hey. Man, sorry about that. Go, go, go! Famine! Get out the way! Billy Batson, I choose you as champion. Hello? Say my name so my powers may flow through you. But I don't know your name, sir. Shazam. Wait, for real? Say okay! Shazam? You're the only person I know that knows anything about this Cape Crusader stuff. Can I? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, right? What are your superpowers? Superpowers, dude? I don't even know how to pee in this thing. AM to the BM, BM to the AM. You have super strength. BM, you just got Can you fly? If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes. If I quit this season, Whoa. I still be Mercedes. You okay? Why are you talking? BM, sit down. You know, I don't think that's gonna buff out. Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. What the hell? You're like a bad guy, right? Gentlemen! You have bullet immunity! I'm bulletproof. <laughs> you're dead. Sorry about your window, but night. you're welcome for not getting robbed. Oh, hey, what's up? I'm a superhero. Welcome, everyone, to the review for Shazam, the latest superhero flick from DC. The follow-up to Aquaman, which came out in December, which if you haven't already, I encourage you to go check out that movie. It's actually out on Blu-ray right now, and there is a review for Aquaman episode from Wondersoul out there, so go check that out. 
But we're not talking about Aquaman, we're talking about Shazam. But we have to mention Aquaman because it's actually one of the first DC movies that I really enjoyed uh, that have came out over the recent years. I'm talking about Man of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice League. I did like Wonder Woman. Let me go ahead and throw that out there. Um, but I think it's well known that DC has not been number one when it comes to these superhero movies uh that number one spot goes to marvel and right around the corner uh this month we're gonna get avengers endgame so the conclusion to this huge saga this cinematic universe that marvel was able to sew and connect together for our enjoyment is going to start a new era and i'm excited for that but i am actually really excited for the future of DC and what they're doing with their films, with their characters and stories, because what a good turnaround it's been with Aquaman and now Shazam. I think I've mentioned it before, but I don't really think it's Warner Brothers or DC or anybody that's worked on these films' fault that they've, in the past, had to... to Make sure that they don't oversaturate that market, which is already pretty saturated as far as superhero films and, and stuff like that. I think that they didn't want to mimic the tones and themes that Marvel has going for them. A lot of people look at Marvel, even though it does have some darker moments and stories and characters, uh, they think of it more as the Disney lighthearted, funny uh, family films uh and DC is more of the dark, serious, really violent, and just darker side of the that spectrum. So when I saw Aquaman in December, and it was you know action packed, fast paced, pretty fun comedy here and there, multiple different tones, just seemed like an overall really good film and. Especially when you're talking about Aquaman. I, I know that there was a lot of pressure because you had to deal with CGI. You had to deal with a character that gets uh, made fun of uh, a ton as far as being one of the uh, weaker characters in the Justice League, right? So Shazam, um, I don't know if a lot of people know much about the character. Um, I'm really curious to see people's reactions when it comes down to those who know a lot about the background and history of Shazam, Billy Batson, that character, and those who are just fresh and know nothing about this character at all. Because uh, looking at the Wikipedia page to kind of give you a brief summary and a synopsis on the film as a whole, I'll go ahead and start reading that Shazam is a 2019 American superhero film based on the DC Comics character of the same name. Produced by New Line Cinema and distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, it is the seventh installment in the DC Extended Universe, the DCEU. Directed by David F. Sandberg. So I'm going to stop right there. Alright, I did not know who directed this. Sometimes movies come out and they really just don't mention much about the director. Uh, or there's not a lot of focus, especially if that director is not a huge name. Um, most of the focus goes towards that character or those actors and, and never really threads over to uh, other parts of the film or other people who contributed to the film. And so I looked up David F. Sandberg and I wanted to let you guys know what he directed before he directed Shazam. And I was really, 
surprised, and I think you will be too. Uh, so this director, David F. Sandberg, directed some horror movies. <laughs> uh, his first was a short film. Uh, I think it goes by the same name as the movie he later on did make, was uh, Lights Out. I don't know if any of you guys saw that. And then after that, he made Annabelle Creation. Uh, so directing Shazam, <laughs> I was kind of surprised, but you know, surprisingly it shows that you can't just put people in boxes. So just cause you do this type of art, uh, doesn't mean that you can't go into other lanes and flex those creative muscles because I think he did a really good job for being such a contrast to what he's worked on previously. This is not a horror film at all. This is a family film. This has a lot of heart, a lot of soul. Um, it's very lighthearted. Um, not a lot of spookiness. There are some villain aspects that I can now look back and think like, oh, okay, so he did have some horror elements that were kind of put in there, but... Um, it was just interesting. I think to myself, that's not who I would pick to direct a Shazam movie. Not not David F. Sandberg, but just a horror director. So it's a risky and uh, interesting choice, but I think it paid off. Um, I am interested to see what it would have been like if somebody else had had control over directing the film. But you know, overall, I think David F. Sandberg did a good job. So the movie also uh, stars Asher Angel as Billy Batson, a teenage boy who can transform into an adult superhero who is actually played by Zachary Levy. And Mark Strong is in this movie. He plays the villain. You got Jack Dylan Grazer and, and uh, so many more. But it's actually the first live action film uh, version of the character since the 1941 serial adventures of captain marvel and i think there was also a show in the 70s or 80s that was uh shazam um <laughs> so i think that's all that people know about this character uh other than the fact that the character's original name is captain marvel and i'm interested to see if that's still the case i know that we just had a captain marvel film that's the marvel's version of that character but I would like for you guys to let me know and fill me in on that whole dispute over the name. Because I know that there was something that happened between Marvel and DC over the name Captain Marvel. But as you can see and as you can tell, this movie is Shazam. And that's actually what they refer uh, to Zachary Le uh, Levy's character as Shazam. So they don't ever say Captain Marvel or anything like that. So... Um, Overall, I enjoyed the movie. Um, talking about the plot, it's pretty much your stereotypical origin story, I would say. I mean, uh, Billy Batson's an orphan. He uh, has been looking for his mom since he uh, didn't run away, but he got lost when they went to like a fair or something. And uh, so he's just kind of out there looking for his parents, uh, causing trouble, running away from, uh, you know, any of the families that adopt him or uh, any of the orphanages that he goes to. And, uh, you know, the guy, Asher Angel, that plays Billy Batson does a really good job. Um, and the fact that him and Zachary Levy uh, really sync up. He Zach looks like a older version of Asher, and uh, you can really see how they sync their personalities. Because when he built when Billy turns into Shazam, 
you don't really ever feel like they're two different people. You really sense that that's Billy Batson as an adult now. And I feel like that was super important to get right because if we don't really believe that that's Billy Batson, uh, that's Shazam, like that when he transforms into Shazam and he's a whole different person, um, you know, I, I think there'd be some disconnect there. But uh, it's very funny seeing him learn his superpowers, uh, experiment with trying to uh, make money <laughs> off of, you know, being a superhero. He's a kid. He doesn't really know what he should be doing. I mean, he's a good kid, but let's be honest. If you got superpowers, it it wouldn't be the first thing that jumped to your mind to, okay, now I need to go look for crime. I mean, maybe some people, but I think most people would just have fun. They might even try to find ways to make money off of it. You see that uh, <laughs> Shazam is taking selfies with people and uh, just doing some silly stuff out there. Uh, he, he goes viral, I guess, or he has a YouTube channel that's uh, managed by Freddy, who is uh, this kid that's in the orphanage as well, who's really into superheroes. But he's like physically handicapped, and but he's like super cocky in a, in a way. Like he's he's sarcastic. He jokes around, and he doesn't really show what many people might look at as like a weakness. And he idolizes and really looks up to these heroes like Batman and Superman because they do exist. You see a lot of references to those characters uh, throughout the film. And um, so you get this cool dynamic. You get Billy who becomes a hero, um, not really asking for it, not really looking for it. Uh, he's just looking for his parents. And then you get Freddy who you know, doesn't get any powers and is walking Billy Batson through being Shazam like hey they go through a whole uh, part of the movie figuring out what are his abilities like does he is he invulnerable to fire and bullets can he fly how fast is he how strong is he and I think that was really cool it was really interesting because you see uh, <laughs> Shazam just having fun like Billy's just having fun having those powers and uh, so nothing really feels out of character so overall, whenever Shazam's out there, it's a way better film. The writing for him is funny. It's good. He he looks the part. At first, I wasn't super sold on it, but the more you see him and the and his personality and just the jokes are just they're they're what make this movie a lot for me. Um, but there's a lot of good heart and soul there at the core of the film when you're talking about like. Uh, all the orphans uh, that Billy, you know, meets and lives with, uh, and Freddie—he's just a cool character, in my opinion. The 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 parents that take uh, Billy in—they uh, used to be orphans, and they they're really cool. Um, they really want him to, you know, feel like he's at home. But there's always going to be this um, this feeling of uh, rebellion because Billy knows that his mother is still out there, or at least he hopes so. Um, so he, he still holds on to that hope, and he feels bad. Like he feels like it's it's his fault that he you know got lost, and he carries that guilt with him. So, anyways, the kids I I gotta say are actually pretty good in this film. I don't really care for kid actors. Sometimes they can be annoying depending on how you write them. But uh, in this one, I I didn't find any of them annoying. Um, let's see, 
and, and it just seems like they really connect and you really see like a almost like a realistic vibe of how somebody would react to having those those superpowers and um it's funny it's a funny movie it, it really is there uh, there are a lot of times in this movie i laughed more than some other movies that were supposed to be funny so i don't know what that's saying but um the action was pretty good the cgi is a little off i would say at some parts um the lightning effects are cool but like when they're flying around and doing different stuff um yeah it doesn't look that great in my opinion i feel like they could have done a lot better uh the suit for shazam is okay um it grew on me but i feel like if they do a sequel which i think they are that they need to like alter it because you know like from each superhero film if you get a sequel or something they, they change the costume up a little bit i hope they kind of change up shazams but uh i gotta say that that part of the film shazam billy batson freddie the uh, all, all the orphans um that whole story plot and all those characters are really what make the film because the villain isn't that great you open up the film with like this uh, flashback uh, in the 70s of the villain as a kid and I'm not sure if they wanted you to feel bad for him or what but then you see him as an adult and he becomes the villain and uh, I don't know he's just kind of bland and I don't think that's the actor's fault I think that's just the writing but that's always the trouble with these origin films because you have to dedicate so much time to setting up the hero and giving them all the attention that they need and all the backstory that they deserve and you also have to introduce the world the mythology the side characters everything so the character um that gets really cheated is the villain the villain character is the one that gets you know the 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 shit end of the stick and i think he got it in this one um i'm glad they didn't use black adam which is supposed to be Dwayne the rock johnson um and i'm excited for that but i'm glad they didn't just waste him in the first film and i know a lot of people don't know much about shazam villains and i really don't i didn't know who this mark strong villain character was and really his powers are what he's just a bald dude with a glowing eye that can float around and do basically what shazam can do but he still needs shazam's power um yeah yeah i don't know uh now mark strong is also uh joined by these creatures called the seven deadly sins uh basically the wizard shazam who is the one that sits in this temple that gives uh billy batson the the a power and ability to become shazam he's like guard in this temple he's old he's an old man he's the guy from guardians of the galaxy and captain marvel too i think um you guys if you see the movie you'll know what I, who i'm talking about but he is guarding the seven deadly sins and he's like over years years looking for someone to give his power off to and he tried to give it to mark strong's character when he was a kid but whenever he's about to you get tested there's like temptation to find out if you're like pure of heart and he failed and he held that grudge the whole time because it was like a a thing with his father not thinking he was good enough and now this wizard's telling him he's not good enough um yeah i mean you understand why he's probably uh butthurt about that but 
he spends his whole life trying to find this wizard again. And anyways, the seven deadly sins, they're CGI monsters. Um, you don't really get too much about them. I almost wish that you remove Mark Strong's character completely out. You save that money and you use it for either just the seven deadly sins and how they're out there and Shazam has to like fight them and maybe he can't take it all on by himself and then, you know, he needs help or something. Who knows? But it was, it was, uh, your, your stereotypical origin story superhero film in a lot of ways. Um, but I thought it was funny. It was cool to see this like references to Tom Hanks big. And, uh, I think it's a good direction for DC. Uh, it's funny that Aquaman and Shazam are going to be some of their better films and, they are some of their more wackier characters in a lot of ways because Aquaman, you can see what they're doing and what direction they're trying to take that character. And Shazam is basically a kid <laughs> who has like godlike superhero abilities comparable to Superman. There are a lot of instances in the comics where Shazam and Superman can go toe to toe. So he's up there. Like he has, a, he has all these, um, abilities from like greek gods and stuff it's really cool actually um so without going into spoilers i mean generally i would just kind of have to tell you that i think it's a good movie i think it's a, a good direction for dc it seems like they have really course corrected as far as like tones but for better or for worse i honestly want to say that i think we might see a shift in power now that Endgame is about to be out, and once that saga is over, depending on the direction of Marvel, now Marvel is pretty lucky. They have the X-Men, Fantastic Four, some other characters that they can play with now, um, and that could really carry a lot of the uh, the next uh, saga that they got going on. But DC seems like they're they're really trying to make moves that are not really trying to compete with marvel but do their own thing like dc is pulling a nintendo in a lot of ways where they they almost can't compete at this point so they have to find their own niche they have to find their own way to um, be successful and 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 still do justice to these characters but not do it like it's been done already before but that's that's pretty difficult uh especially now in in a day and age where we've had over 20 Marvel films, like close to 10 DC films and, and, and so many other superhero type movies. Um, it's going to be hard for filmmakers um, to try to figure out what to do with these characters that hasn't been done before. And I, I think that's why you see even Marvel um and DC taking chances on different directors, different creators, and seeing what they can do. A lot of Marvel films now seem to be uh, directed by like indie-like directors, and so that's really cool. You get a unique artistic vibe. I think it's not your copy and paste sometimes. Now, I've heard the other side of the story where you know companies will hire these indie small directors because they're just going to do what they say. Um, and they don't have a lot of weight to their name. But I think, you know, the the plot in this story, uh, the acting, the visuals, were, were pretty, they're good. I wouldn't say they were the best I'd ever seen, 
but they were still pretty good. Like I said, the CGI can be a little weak. The villain can be a little weak. Um, I think what really carries this movie is Billy Batson, is uh, Shazam, and the the characters and the family that you meet. And I'm really excited for what they're going to do in the future. I would love to see Shazam hang out with Batman, Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, the Justice League. I, I would. I think that would be really funny. Um, but that's where I think DC, before they ever do anything like that, they need to make sure they know what their tones are for each character and how you get those tones to mesh. Because I think we really take it for granted uh, because we've gotten so accustomed to a lot of these Marvel characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe crossing over, interacting, and, and it feels like it really flows really well. Uh, the Russo brothers and many other people have done really well uh, handling multiple mainstream characters at once. And, and each of these characters has their own personality, their own uh, flavor and vibe. And you have to make sure that when you introduce them on the same screen that the audience um, doesn't feel disconnected. Uh, because maybe one character will do something out of character like when you watch justice league and you see batman kind of making jokes now after we saw him uh really dark and killing people in batman versus superman it's like eh, that's a little too much uh course correction but i am liking what i'm seeing from dc it's making me very hopeful for the future i want to see marvel and dc do well I'm not a one or the other. I don't know why people have to pick sides. I have a PlayStation, right? But you don't hear me uh, saying, oh, I hope Nintendo and, and Microsoft fail. No, I want all of gaming to do well. I want all these superhero flicks to be good. And I, I want us as fans to hold them accountable if they do not deliver like we know they should, especially when there are characters that are important and and we are fond of a lot of these characters we grew up with a lot of these characters and and so with shazam i think it's really all about getting back to the heart of what it means to be a hero you know a lot of us forget that you know I, you know i'm in my late 20s but i will admit that most of the things that i like stem from my childhood stem from when i was reading comics and watching batman the animated series or x-men on fox kids and stuff like that and you know all those things i enjoy they come from when you're a kid and your imagination is just at top tier and you just are imagining having these uh you know godlike abilities where you can fly turn invisible stop bullets with your your bare skin do all these things uh that are just so uh, amazing and um to see a character with that power shazam and see him having fun and, and and almost being flawed in the sense where he isn't trying to save people and do all that stuff like automatically he will he he's compassionate but he learns like hey i'm not gonna throw this quote out there but you know he has this ability now and he's he can either be selfish with it or he can be unselfish with it he can you know learn to uh master these abilities and use them for the better uh of everyone around him and protect people that need protecting like his family um 
Or he can just, you know, stand on the corner and take selfies with people and, and just make, you know, some change and kind of be a fraud. And I think that that's important for a DC movie to remember what it's like uh, to be a hero and what it takes. This, uh, this movie, Shazam, has gotten a lot of comparisons as far as being lighter to, like, the Christopher Reeves Superman. And this movie doesn't take itself serious. I mean, by far, it, it really doesn't. It's just having fun. It, it just wants you to, to enjoy the ride. So, you know, I, I'm just saying like weak points because not anything is perfect. But uh, overall, I enjoyed it. And I think it's a good flick to go check out. Now, uh, do you need to drop everything that you're doing and go see it right now? Um, that's up to you. Uh, it's not blow your mind good, but I think it deserves... Uh, you know, not being slept on. So whether you watch it when it comes on Blu-ray and DVD or whether you catch a matinee or even just go see it, uh, you know, uh, on a Friday night or Saturday night, that's up to you. But I think you should check it out. And I want to applaud everybody who worked on the film because I think they did a good job with what they had. It'll be interesting to see where this character goes in the future. Um, because really this story, Shazam, um, this movie was in production or was thought to be made like a long time ago and there's been so many different things like Dwayne The Rock Johnson was going to be the villain and there was even word that he was going to be Shazam and blah 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 but I think it was a good movie a good story for what DC needs to do right now and hopefully this will help people trust DC again and Warner Brothers and uh, be excited for the future of the, those franchises and those stories and characters. So, uh, really can't say anything else without going into too many spoilers. And there's not a lot here, but I still want to nerd out a little bit. And so I'm going to go ahead and give my rating and then we're going to go into spoilers for a few minutes and then we'll be out of here. But uh, for Shazam with an exclamation point, remember that. Uh, I'll give it three charged phones out of five or three lightning bolts out of five. Um, I think it was uh, a good movie. I think that's that's really all I got to say about it. So um, if you liked anything that I said uh, in this episode and you haven't seen Shazam, I really hope that you go support the film uh, in any way that you can. And uh, tell me what you guys thought. Did you like it? Did you not like it? And um, are you excited for the future of DC? Because I really feel like they've found something here to work with and they can now start a new path where they can fix and improve so many different things that were so obviously wrong with what they were doing with these films. Uh, you know, and that's not just my opinion. That's a lot of others uh opinions and maybe it's yours or maybe you like the dc films uh as they are and if 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 that's the case then by all means continue liking it um but yeah three out of five um good movie so going into spoilers going into spoilers if you haven't seen shazam and you are sensitive to spoilers there is your warning so we obviously with easter eggs we get a lot of References to other DC superheroes. Uh, Freddy obviously is a huge fan of uh, Superman, Batman, and all those characters. You see a Batarang, a stopped bullet uh, that was shot at 
Superman, you see him wearing different shirts like a Superman. Uh, uh, even a, I think there was like a lifeguard of a uh, of Atlantis shirt or something like that. So you even see a little Aquaman stuff, and probably so many other ones that I um, I missed or forgot to mention right here. But I thought that was really cool. Uh, there's some fight scenes where Shazam and all them they mention these other characters. Shazam is fighting through a toy store, and you can see it in the trailer. I think where he throws a Batman toy at the villain, <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Get him, Batman!" And uh, I thought it was cool. I thought that was that was clever because you're not sure what kind of universe we're in right now. Um, that would lead me to one of the bigger spoilers uh, at the end of the movie. Um, we get Shazam at lunch with Freddy like he was supposed to, uh, but Freddy got beat up. And so he walks in, but then so does Superman. And we don't see his head, we don't see his face, but I thought that was a really cool moment. And I really wish we figure out what's going on with uh, Henry Cavill as Superman because I actually like him as Superman. I don't think it's his fault if you have any complaints about that um, direction of that character I don't think that was him uh, and his acting and talent I think it's just writing and, and, and numerous other things so it's cool seeing Shazam and Superman <laughs> on the same screen at one time even though we don't see Superman's head who cares so I don't know much about Shazam so I really don't know of any other Easter eggs that you know reference anything with the character but um, I will say that with the spoilers, uh, I thought it was cool that all the other orphans got Shazam powers and it almost seemed like they specialized in each ability. Um, like one girl was really fast. One dude was really strong. Freddy could fly. Um, and I thought that was cool, but I feel like that should have been, um, take Mark Strong's villain character out and just have the seven deadly sins and have them out there around corrupting and attacking the city. Shazam's trying to stop them and he's like, man, I can't be at all places at once. I wish I'd help. Where's the Justice League? Uh. And then I guess you would need some kind of reason for him to even do that or know that he could. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. It's a little small gripe. I feel like they could have done that better because it's just a lot of CGI. You're dealing with a character that just flies and floats around, and that's that's inevitable. I think people need to get ready for that. All the characters you've really seen a lot of in the Marvel and um, DC Universe have been pretty grounded, and even when they're not grounded, they get brought down to Earth where they're realistic uh, visions of that character and like with Captain Marvel Marvel's Captain Marvel one of the things I was like thinking to myself was why spend all that money on CGI on de-aging somebody when your character needs to fly through space and shoot stuff and blow it up and you need to make sure that that looks as good as it can get and uh, with Shazam he does a lot of stuff like that you need to make sure that when he's flying and fighting somebody it looks good when he shoots the lightning it looks good and it it doesn't look bad but there are some times where it's like man this is 2019 this looks like when uh, Neo's flying in the matrix sometimes uh, <laughs> so uh, that's just me maybe I'm being a little too picky but um, I thought it was cool to get everybody's uh, abilities and and you kind of see this like Shazam family I, I know it's in the comics 
Um, I thought it was interesting, but realistic when Billy does find his mom and she's just like, yeah, I just had you when I was young and your dad was gone, blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of left you. That's, that's a story that maybe more than likely a lot of people can relate to, um, in, in, in either realistic terms or just in metaphorical terms where, you know, abandonment and how that feels and, um. You know, I didn't see where Billy was going to find his mom and she was just going to be like, oh, I've been, you know, looking for you. And it was sad. It was sad. But he realized, you know, I need to move on. I've been so stuck in my past that I forgot, you know, where I want to go and who I want to be. And now he has this ability as Shazam. So uh, I'm happy they dealt with that in this first movie because they could have easily just threaded out these little clues almost like the amazing spider-man where he's trying to find out what happened to his real parents you know peter parker he's trying to figure out what his dad was working on all that stupid stuff and that carries on through those two films um but yeah there's a lot of cool jokes and references i love like the parts where they're testing out uh shazam's abilities and superpowers and the whole gas station scene is funny um mark strong when he goes up into his dad's business meeting office and the seven deadly sins uh go ham in there and and then mark strong's uh character because i don't know the villain's name i haven't said it this whole review well anyways he picks up his brother and he throws him out the window and i was like holy shit (laughs) this is crazy but that's where david f sandberg's like horror elements started to come into play a lot and uh yeah, I, I, I felt like um, as far as spoilers, there wasn't too much. I mean, you know, obviously they win, they fight everybody uh, and win. And uh, it was just interesting that they started off the film with Mark Strong's little origin. Um, but it makes sense. You know, it makes sense because it sets them up. But like I've heard other people say that you get that at the beginning and it kind of goes on a little longer than I thought it would. And then it just goes, all right, well, that, that happened. Now we're, we're focusing here on Billy. They could have easily, I wonder if they thought about this, where it started off with Billy and his mom at the fairground, you know, and he gets lost. And then maybe we get this other story. We could, I mean, I don't know. They could have done it in another way. Um, cause I, I just didn't care for the villain. So maybe that's why I have a gripe for that, but you know, how did you guys feel about that, seeing him and how his dad and brother treated him and the and the magic eight ball and how the wizard was like, you're not worthy, bro. <laughs> um, I don't really know much about other spoilers. I, I want to see Shazam test these powers, though. I want to see him in the next film that he's in, whether it's his sequel, which it more than likely will be, um, than like a Justice League or anything, but really go toe-to-toe with like black adam because i think we get references to black adam when the 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 wizard shazam is telling billy yeah this is what happened we chose a champion and it was black adam and he released the seven deadly sins or something i think that was the reference to that and then he the seven deadly sins killed the other shazam family like his brothers and sisters remember he says that um and then obviously Billy chooses 
the orphan family that he's with. Now, I wonder how that's going to work too because they're pretty strong. Um, yeah, they're kids and I think that's always going to be their weak point is that they're, they're still young. Um, like in the animated film or TV show where they find out that Billy Batson uh, or Shazam is actually Billy Batson who's a young little kid inside of this <laughs> superhuman-like body and they, they, they don't know if he should be in the Justice League. Because he's a kid, like he might, you know, run off and tell some secrets, or, you know, he's a kid. So what if he got killed or something happened to him? So it will it, it will be interesting to see how they approach that because now you have like these kids that have all these abilities. Are they always going to be together? I almost felt like they were going to give them abilities and then they were going to take them away. And I also was like, well, since Shazam gave them his ability and power does he not have as much and why are why are they like specialized in certain ones like why is one girl obviously the the speedster why is freddy the one that's really into flying i don't know maybe i'm overthinking it and that's why i don't want to go too much more into spoilers and stuff like that i mean it's it's not like there's a lot of twists and turns in the movie but yeah, either way, I hope you guys enjoyed it like I did. Um, and if I left any spoilers, please comment. Please let me know on social media so we can let everybody else know about little tidbits that we probably picked up. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, that's going to wrap this one up. Uh, the next review for is probably I'm going to try to go see Pet Cemetery, and then uh, obviously Endgame at the end of the month. And who knows what else? We'll see. I got a couple other things uh, wrote down, but uh, I'll, I'll announce those uh, in the near future. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Review for Shazam by Wondersoul. Uh, here at Wondersoul, we do a variety of content, and one of those is these reviews for books, video games, movies, television, uh, so much more. But if you'd like to stay up to date and connected with Wondersoul, go ahead and search for us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow us there. You'll be able to stay in tune with what's going on with the podcast and when new episodes are dropping and what is coming out next for Wondersoul. And if you'd like to support Wondersoul, you can rate, review, and share these episodes with friends, family, and coworkers, and classmates, whoever. Uh, you think would enjoy this content and um, you can support us by dropping a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts uh, just letting us know what you like what you don't like about Wondersoul what you would like from Wondersoul in the future and uh, what you would like less of in the future um, I am open to all feedback obviously I really enjoy hearing back from you guys and connecting with you on any level and uh, would love to see uh, what you guys like from these review fours and what you don't. And I would also like to know what you thought of Shazam. So if you haven't seen it, uh, please go check it out and then tell me what you thought. And if you have seen it, let's uh, have a conversation on social media or wherever. Uh, just kind of going over and geeking out about this movie because I, I really enjoy doing that kind of stuff. So anyways... Till the next episode of Wonder Soul, I am Bearded Buddha, and I will talk to you later.